Thank you for tuning in to the Life of KG podcast. We are all about helping you guys in the beauty industry. Whether you're starting out in this industry or been in the business for years, we want to motivate you, educate you, and support you to grow. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to A Life of KG. So we've just hit November and I know for many of you there's a little bit of a lull in business. This time of year is always the time where it does go a little bit quiet. So I just want you guys to not panic and just use this time to do everything that you don't normally get time to do. So planning, doing your marketing planner, doing lots of team meetings, do team trainings. There is so much you can do around this time and actually plan so this doesn't happen for next year. If any of you saw my Instagram post a few weeks ago, you would have seen how it really hit me hard years ago within business at this time of year. So that might give you a little bit of inspiration to just keep pushing through. And if any of you need any help, then just give me a shout. I'm more than happy to be able to guide you and help you through this quite a stage in business. So anyway, today I am super, super excited because I get to interview the lovely Hannah from London Lash. Um, Hannah is actually my complete idol in the industry. She's someone I look up to. I've been watching her over the years grow into this big company, yet she's also always so bubbly and lively and just such a lovely person. We are going to go right back into Hannah's journey today and see how she set up London Nash and how much of a success it has become and just hear generally her story of business. And Hannah has done lots of lots of trainings around the whole world and spoken at lash conferences around the world. She judges most competitions as well within the industry. So more than likely every single person listening to this would know who we're talking about. So anyway, I'm going to crack on. I'm so, so excited. So without further ado, here is Hannah. Hannah, thanks so much for coming on the show. Thank you, Katie, for inviting me. You're very welcome. So can you just do a slight introduction on yourself and tell everyone who you are? Um, hello, everyone. My name is Hannah and I'm the managing director of London Lash Pro. Amazing. So I would love to go right back, Hannah, and talk about your story because I know you've got an amazing one and what kind of made you get into lash extensions and then decide to start your own company. Um, right, okay, so as you probably can hear from my accent, I'm not originally from England, I'm from Belarus. Um, I was born in Belarus and uh, there I spent all my childhood and um, I went to university there. And when I was finishing uni, I've met um, the Lithuanian guy who lived in England and we liked each other and we've got married. So this is how I came to England initially. And because my English wasn't amazing, uh, I learned English in university, but it wasn't, um, it still was difficult to uh, communicate in English, especially in North, because I came to Bolton, to live in Bolton. So um, yeah, my first, I couldn't find a good job. So then my first job was working at the factory. Um, and I didn't like it, obviously. I uh, found it very difficult uh, mentally and physically, and I really wanted to learn English quickly. 
because I wanted to find a better job and ideally to maybe job in the bank because this is what I learned. Um, this is what I studied in Belarus. I've got a um, degree in economics and banking. Mm -hmm. So I had that thought to get, get a good job in England and probably work in bank. Um, right. And then, so... Because I couldn't get the free place and actually any place in those uh, English courses in Bolton College, and I really badly to, wanted to learn English, I was thinking, what about other training courses? Maybe I can go and learn something different, but something which would give me some sort of other qualifications and also give me an opportunity to talk to English girls and I could pick up English faster. And I came to in September or August in Bolton College and I've opened this big magazine with the training courses. And the most interesting one which picked my attention was the beauty therapy training course. And I thought, you know what, it's not probably the most kind of useful qualification, but it's something that I'm definitely going to enjoy doing. Because one of my passions before I was doing makeup and I was even doing some wedding makeups before. Mm -hmm. So I made the decision and I went to study uh, level two beauty therapy in Bolton College. And this is how I've got into the world of beauty. And uh, while, while I st was studying there, I realized that I love it so, so much. I actually enjoy it, enjoy talking to people. I enjoy making them feel good, making the women feel beautiful. Um, and I actually thought that probably that's it. I, I don't want to go and get a bank job. I want to stay in the beauty therapy. And one of the um, training courses we did along with the beauty course with the lash course. and it was long time ago it was like 10 years ago so um, the quality of the training wasn't amazing we used very very thick eyelashes um, but even though that you know that the, the quality of the training wasn't great I could already I, at that moment when I when I went to that training I realized the power of eyelash extensions and how um, you know, eyelash extensions can make a woman feel and look beautiful. Mm -hmm. And um, one, one of the things which ma made me actually very surprised and made me realize that, that one of our tutors, she came to work uh, once before that lash training, she came to work and I was looking at her and I was thinking, wow, she's looking so beautiful today. And I looked at her cheeks, she doesn't have any blusher, she doesn't have any different bronzer. I look at her lips, she doesn't have any lipsticks. I look at her eyebrows, I can see she doesn't do anything with her eyebrows. And I was just looking at her all day long and I didn't understand why does she look so beautiful and what she's done to herself. And I, and I came and I was kind of shy to ask, but I thought, no, I, I need to. And I came at the end of this day, I came to her and I said, Sue, I'm really, really sorry. I, you're looking so wonderful today. And I don't understand why, because I was looking at you and I can't see any makeup on you. And she said, and she was laughing. She said, honey, I had my lashes done. And I was like, what? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> so this is, um, yes, when I understood how eyelashes could change the appearance of women dramatically and um, how beautiful it is. So this is, was probably the, the moment when I fell in love with eyelashes. 
Oh, that's so cool. Yes. <laughs> and then after that, I just started to work in the, once I finished my qualification, started to work in the beauty salon and um, started to do eyelashes. So that, that was the journey. Yeah. And then, so obviously while you were studying them, was you still working in the factory? I was working at the factory uh, for some time. That I, then I've upgraded to the restaurant, which <laughs> <laughs> was much better because I could speak to people and I could learn English. So yeah. I, I think it was really valuable uh, years for me as well. How did you find learning English? Did you pick it up quite quickly? Um, well, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I think I'm good in... Uh, I'm not very good in languages. I'm good in uh, science. I'm good in math. <laughs> mm -hmm. But when it comes to languages, I'm, 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 I've never been good. So um, it took me probably a year to start speaking more or less okay English. And it's considering the fact that I learned English before. So I think it took me quite a while compared to other people who live in England. I think it took me quite a while. Yeah, sure. Okay. So you've obviously gone from coming to this country, which is completely brand new. You've gone into the factory, then into restaurants, you're studying beauty, you found the love of lash extensions. What kind of made you then go from working in the beauty salon to then setting up your own business? Where, where was the transition in that? Mm -hmm. um, I started working in the beauty salon. I was self-employed beauty therapist to start with. Um, that I was working on the commission basis. Mm -hmm. And um, I really love working uh, in that salon, but... Um, I uh, I don't know. I think I always felt that I want to do something uh, for myself. I wanted to do something on my own. Um, I wanted to be my own boss. And um, after working for more, maybe about six or seven months in the beauty salon, I've left and I started to rent the room um, in another salon. Okay. And I started to build my clientele there. And um, yes, and from then I was a... Uh, fully self-employed and always my own I've been always my own boss okay so I remember contacting you years and years it must have been about <laughs> eight years ago maybe so maybe we're catching up with around this time now and you used to um, sell sky glue and a few other products is this around that time uh, no, actually, when I started to sell the products, it was a little bit later. So basically, when I've, um, yeah, once I've moved on and started to work on my own, I, uh, um, it, it was the time when I started to, like, I mean, my relationships with my hu husband became not the greatest, and um, we decided to get divorced. And I wanted to move out of Bolton and I wanted to move to London because London for me seemed like a massive city with lots of opportunities where I could fulfill all my dreams. And um, so I've just packed my bags and I came to London and I started again from scratch. So I um, rented a beauty room in the East London and I was doing a lot of Groupon offers <laughs> just to get the people in and being able to pay um, for my room. Mm -hmm. And uh, it, it was tough, <laughs> it was difficult, but luckily 
um, even through Groupon office, you could just get a lot of good customers. So I've managed to build a clientele um, fairly quickly uh, in London. And then from East, uh, from the salon in East London, I've moved to work in Baker Street. From Baker Street, I've moved to work to another salon next to uh, Harrods. Um, and with each move, I was raising my prices and uh, getting a better clientele. And then in this time, I was also uh, getting into my new relationships and it was very serious. And uh, we were thinking about having children. And I was thinking that it would be actually cool to have a, like a little um, um, side income, but I didn't didn't know what it could be and also at the same time i um some clients started to ask me to teach them how to do eyelash extensions so that's something i started to kind of think about and um i've approached a few eyelash brands um i remember it was a beauty exhibition and i was going from stand to stand speaking to the representative and i was saying that i'm a really good lash technician what <laughs> <laughs> do you want me to be a trainer and unfortunately they all say yeah yeah we're going to get your details and we might call you back and nobody did so <laughs> well i bet like, they wish they did now <laughs> i don't know <laughs> um, yeah so nobody got back to me so i thought okay right nobody wants me um maybe i can start doing teaching myself and i and i um yeah and i've just started to research it i went through all the forums uh possible reading about accreditations and about everything about types of licenses you need and all those sort of things and i've realized that it's yeah it's difficult it's a lot of paperwork but it's possible right to get an accreditation and start teaching so um yeah i've done my petals wrote my manuals and just started train doing training courses but straight away with starting doing the training courses you realize that you need the product to give to your students um you know in the kit yeah and that was the point when i thought well um why wouldn't they just buy something from um you know from the factory directly and um and i've uh, well, it was boring and I was doing a lot of research, trying to find out which companies are good, trying to do some testing. But um, yeah, I, I, I was satisfied with the quality of the sky glue and sky lashes. So I thought I'll give it a go. And um, I've borrowed $8,000 <laughs> from my boyfriend to make a first order. It was really, really scary. Um, because you never know, isn't it, if it's going to um, be used quickly on the training courses. And But I thought, e even if I'm not busy with the training courses, I can always, um, I can always just use this product. So I've uh, borrowed this money, placed my first order, and uh, yes, the lashes arrived. But unfortunately, like, it was loads of lashes, right? <laughs> <laughs> those flashes they were all over the drawers in the living room and i didn't do as many training courses so my boyfriend he said look kind of take all these lashes 
to your salon? And I said, well, I don't have a salon. I just have a tiny room. <laughs> it's not a salon. I don't have space there either. And this is when it's clicked in my head that what if I go and try to sell, sell them? And that could be my, this little side income I was thinking about, right? Getting pregnant and having this little side income. So I thought, okay, let's just try to throw them on eBay and see what's going to happen. And I've put them on eBay. Um, I've done a little research about other people who are selling the um, eyelash equipment there. And I've tried to put the prices slightly lower than competitors. So I can at least get a chance to, to sell something. And uh, yeah, it kind of worked. I didn't get many parcels, but maybe like four or five a day. Um, and uh, that was that was good. That was satisfying. <laughs> and you then... can't think that's amazing. You're going from like remembering <laughs> four or five parcels. I must have been really excited about the four or five, and now you send like thousands. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> it was cool. Um, yeah, it was cool, and it was difficult as well. Uh, at that time, I remember you still working as a large technician. You're doing trainings. You're doing parcels. You're doing. A customer service but it was uh, exciting it was really exciting time and also it's the time when you understand oh it works wow <laughs> that's the time you're thinking wow that that okay <laughs> let me try something else and this is the time when i started my uh, first brand it called lady lash first mm -hmm. i remember yes it was uh, yeah lady lash <laughs> the same as the um, my salon called so do you, how was you kind of like doing everything day to day? Because am I right saying that you used to pack the orders at night and then distribute yeah. them in the morning? Yes, that's right. So doing lashes all day long, coming home. On the way home, I would be bouncing some messages with my clients. Coming home, uh, cooking a dinner, having a dinner with my boyfriend, send him to sleep, <laughs> sit down and start working. Um, well, I, I, I was young, you know, like I was at that time 23 or something years old. I didn't drink alcohol. I was full of energy. So I think I was, I was good fit to do a lot of work. <laughs> but uh, yeah, after I finished my um, accreditation, when I work in the computer admin work, I would start packing my parcels, finish at two o'clock, go to bed, wake up in the morning at um, seven, straight to the post office to send the parcels away and then back to lashing all day wow. so yeah <laughs> so obviously like moving forward now london lash is obviously one of the biggest lash brands out there like how long would you say it took to get this to this point because obviously you've got no this stepping stones but at this point you you're distributing and doing your four parcels a night and now you've gone to the from the biggest lash brand like how long did it take to get to that point and what do you think is the reason that the business becomes so successful um right about the how long does it take i think it's about probably two years to get to the point when we became quite well known um and what was the main thing? I, I personally think it's the quality of the products because we're really trying hard um, to make sure that the quality is good. Uh, you know, the one of the things I've noticed when I started doing um, 
the retail business that a lot of companies on the market are very commercially generated. You know, they're not built, they're not created by large technicians. They're just created by somebody who wanted to open the business in the beauty uh, therapy field. Right. So the people behind those brands, they don't have a deep knowledge about eyelash extensions. They don't know how is it frust how frustrating it is to do the fun if you've got the tape which is too sticky or something else. You know, they don't have an idea. And we did we did have a clue about it and we worked very hard to make sure the quality is good. Amount of times I've been to the factories, it's unbelievable. We've set up very good systems at the factories. Um we have an independent quality controllers uh, who are working for us, not for the factories, checking the quality of the products there. Uh, we're testing products a lot. We're going through, uh, gosh, like, I don't know, like months of um, testing before we would send the glue to the market. So I think that is something which is, uh, was the probably the first and the main thing is the good good product and if you have a good lashes then people will be buying it all the time why should you change right um and i think the second thing is uh, probably my passion about the job and my i, I i'm i think i'm a quite a good leader <laughs> don't want to say that but i think i'm okay i'm i've always uh, i always could um easily accumulate lots of people around me and uh, give them inspiration to do something together <laughs> so i was always kind of was good in that uh, since school and i think that's something which genuinely generally helps in building the business your leadership skills uh, definitely i mean before we jumped onto this interview i saw that you i jumped onto your instagram page and saw that you've just got a new warehouse uh, yes, we've um, we've got the new warehouse because the previous one was uh, too small for us. Um, but uh, it's actually the second one. So basically, we've decided to spread the risks and make sure that part of the stock is being held in one place, another part is being um, held in another place. So in case if we have. Uh, anything happens a flood fire anything hope it's not going to happen uh, we still have stock to sell so the business is not going to start operating for a few months so now we have to yeah <laughs> and are they both based in manchester or yeah yeah they're both based in bolton bolton and west holton so you ended up after all them years going back to bolton in the end Yes, because I was thinking, you know, when I was working at the factories, I could see so many hardworking uh, people around me and so many foreigners who would come there, Lithuanian, Polish people who are working crazy hard. They don't have families, they don't have houses around, they, they, they have nothing. And they just, uh, they, they, they work really hard because they it's super important for them to have this job. They cannot afford to lose it. So I thought, you know what, it, it is a great place to uh, get the workers you know to have a 
good quality workers. It's also relatively inexpensive to keep the warehouse in that location. Um, and I also wanted to move away from London because I found it a bit too hectic. So I wanted to move back to normality and started to drive the car again, <laughs> go to the gym in the morning. So I wanted to get out of that busy lifestyle. Yeah, sure. So obviously business is not easy and we all have struggles and I'm pretty sure you've had, we would have had quite a few. What would you say has been your biggest struggle in building the brand and is there anything you would have changed or done differently? Um, I, I, I think when the business was small, there wasn't the major struggles, I would say. I, I, I would think that the most difficult probably part is is now. Because right now we are at that stage when we, you can't just run the business kind of with the knowledge you naturally have, with the intuition you naturally have. You need to set up the systems and the processes and the IT systems, um, you know, HR, uh, health and safety. And it's, it's a lot of thinking involved and it's a lot of specialist knowledge has been involved. So we need to recruit the professionals who are uh, specializing in certain uh, things and they could help us to um, optimize the workflows. So right now I feel that I'm in that situation that I really need to learn a lot of things very fast. So I'm reading a lot of business books. I feel like I'm back to university and I need to uh, get loads of information quickly in order to be able to understand uh, the processes in my business and find the right people who can manage that processes right yeah um, so that is probably the difficult part uh, if uh, about the question if i would want to change something or not it's certainly so certainly not because when we're looking back and we can see the, our mistakes that we've done uh, we've made um, years ago we every mistakes it's such a wonderful learning curve and after one mistake we will always adapt our business to make sure that we don't make this mistake again so i personally have a very positive look at the mistakes and when mistakes are happening i'm always saying great it's amazing that it's happened now not in two years not in three years so I wouldn't change anything at all. <laughs> yeah, I 100% agree with you on that. That's what, exactly what I say. Yeah. So um, obviously you're based in, you've got your main salon, you've got your salon in London and training in London, right? And then you've yes. got your warehouses in Manchester, training in Manchester. How do you kind of manage locations day to day? Is it quite hard juggling everything? Um, well, first of all, it's not that far away to get to London. It's um, it's two hours on the train, so I can go to London quite often, maybe uh, once every two weeks, which is enough to to meet the staff and just to see how are things going. All the locations are managed by their own managers, so I don't really need to be involved there on the day to day. Uh, with the day-to-day -day kind of working routine uh, and also my job is changed now is if, as before I used to be a salon manager now I'm not a salon manager now I'm a um, manager of the company and my job is uh, to manage the strategy to manage the um, systems and the processes 
um, not as much as managing people, right? So I think I don't really need to be presented in the business uh, as much as I needed to be before. Do you, do you find that quite a, a hard transition to go to? Because obviously as a business grows, you've got to grow, your job's got to change, etc. Like, and obviously it's a lot of learning. Like you said, it's like going back to university and you're studying all these books. Like, are you, did you find it hard, the change in business and then your job role or not seeing your staff as much and things like that? I think it's really interesting and I don't think it's hard. I think it's, it's exciting. It's, and also uh, it's, it gives um, other people in the business ability to grow. Like if I'm stepping back, and start concentrating on other things, somebody stepping forward. So I'm looking at my staff when they developing every year. It's like having kids and you can see them growing and becoming better and becoming very independent, making those wonderful, mature uh, decisions. And I'm, I'm just looking at all that and it all make, makes me happy. So I, I don't think it's difficult. I think it's really, really exciting. And that's a really lovely way of looking at it. So did you find it hard to kind of separate business and pleasure? Because I know for myself being in business, um, yeah. I do have quite a lot of free time and stuff now, but it took a while to get there. But sometimes I do find it hard separating business and pleasure. Do you have quite a, quite a good balance? Um, I think it's really important to <laughs> understand what is, like for me, business is pleasure. <laughs> Yeah, sometimes, sometimes I much prefer to, um, I don't know, to work on my marketing plan rather than watching a TV, right? I'm, I'm getting more happiness out of that. <laughs> so if it's your case, uh, then you're just thinking, why not? Why should you make yourself watch TV? Well, you can do some fun. If this fun is work, then, you know, whatever makes you happy. Uh, but another thing I think which is really important to look at talking about the balance it's not just your pleasure it's also um, it's also other important aspects of your life because all of us we have families we have kids we have friends we have parents partner and they're very very important for us so once we are getting ourselves occupied with one things we, we might ruin other things uh, we might spoil the relationships with our relatives when we are spending too much time doing eyelashes so i think it's uh, critically important to understand what are those important areas in your life and how much do you want to spend on those important areas how much time do you want to spend with your kids every week how much time do you want to spend with your parents if it's maybe half an hour call that's fine put it in your calendar how much time do you want to spend with your friends maybe you could just block one hour for each friend every week within the next two months so once i think this is sorted then you can just go to your pleasures and your work and then accommodate time for it and i think that's the way uh, to do it because otherwise um it's difficult to juggle between uh, you know one is one thing is pleasure one thing is uh, work but another thing is your important things in your life which needs to be kind of um record it into your, into your calendar definitely it's just prioritizing right isn't it yeah yeah 
yeah um yeah so so you get to you um, well everyone's been watching all your snaps and stuff you went on holiday quite um for a little while not so long ago didn't you yes yeah yeah yeah, we went to bali i took my parents uh that was my time with my parents because they live in belarus and i don't see them at all (laughs) once a year so that was uh my quality time to take my parents away yeah that's so lovely so did you find that when you was away was you still working or do you completely switch off um i was actually reading a lot of books about managing the business and some um stories of other um ceos and uh, i didn't find it um you know, I don't, I don't know. I, I, it's it's because it's such a pleasure for me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If I could choose what to read, um, like, um, I don't know, like a p- vampire book or a <laughs> management book, I would definitely prefer management. It would make me happier. So I, yeah, I don't see the problem. <laughs> I don't switch, but I'm still a happy person, you know? <laughs> yeah, I, I 100% get that, definitely. <laughs> Um, so what is kind of next for London Lash and yourself? Is there anything new coming up? Obviously, you've got the new warehouse. Like, what, what's kind of ne- the next steps? I think the most exciting thing is that we've recently launched the um, eyebrow uh, henna brand, mm-hmm. um, which called So Henna. And we've been working on this project for a while. Uh, we've been testing, like, loads of different products from the factories, and uh, this is the finally the the product we fell in love with and uh, we uh, tested it for a year we've got a wonderful feedback so now it's on the market and um right now i think a lot of london lash attention shifted towards sohana brand because it's super exciting if you think about um like i i i I, beauty industry in general how many salons are doing eyelash extensions right Mm-hmm. Not that many, but how many salons are doing eyebrows? Like all of them, yeah. right? So I think we're a little bit on the mission to promote this brand, uh, this new brand, and you know, make sure that they, if if it's not presented in every beauty salon in England, but at least in half of them. Um, so this is our next kind of short-term mission to. Um, to introduce Sohana to the beauty world. <laughs> How exciting. So is this completely your brand that you've that you've produced? Yep, it's completely ours, yes. And it was a bit of um yeah we i don't know even how we came to them just we just keep looking at the all the brow industry that it's developing so quickly and the brows is such a big trend and i mean it's such an important thing on the face right yeah. brows you just brows just changing your face already so i did have this passion for brows for a long time so i said to my girls i said we need i think we need to try i think we need to try and and go for it and we've been to many many training courses my girls not me uh, they were traveling all over russia <laughs> they had so many different training courses and the eyebrows done so yes and uh, we've done it so now it's super exciting <clears throat> Congratulations, that's so great. So where can people get in touch with you, Hannah, and um, social media handles so people can come and follow you if they're not already? 
Yep, they can follow me on Instagram. It's Hannah underscore London Lush. They can follow our London Lush page, visit London underscore Lush underscore Pro. Um, if they want to um, have a chat with us, they can call us, all our details on our websites. We've got wonderful, wonderful, beautiful girls working in our customer service, Laura and Shelley, and they're amazing. They know everything about eyelashes, everything about the glue, everything about henna. So if you need any advice, even if you're just struggling with eyelashes and you need any advice, just give us a shout, give us a call, or you leave me a voice message and I will get back to you. We'll always be happy to help. Oh, thank you so much for giving up your time this morning, Hannah. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much, Katie. Thank you so much for inviting. We would love to hear what you thought about this episode. I love the show, guys. You're awesome. Please leave a review and share on social media tagging at KG Salon so we can share. I always follow them. I always follow them. Until next time, have an amazing, successful week.